0: All right. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Hey everybody. This is Gary K and you're watching a video version of my Ransom Rays podcast. We are getting ready for Infocom about a week away and you'll see that I have two guests on today's video cast. Uh, the first one is Rachel Brown. Rachel say hello. Hi. And the second one is Ryan DeMello. Hey Ryan, how are you?
1: Not too bad.
0: Now, Ryan is a, uh, for some reason, he's a he's a Boston Red Sox fan, but he's located at, at, at uh, Oregon State University. He's a junior at Oregon State University. How'd you become a, a Sox fan, or is that your roommate?
1: Uh, actually, it's both my roommates and mine, but uh, my parents, they went to school on the, on the East Coast, and so when I was like very little, I lived in Vermont for about two years, and that's when I kind of picked up liking sports, so. Those were around my teams, and then we moved right back here, and all my friends were like, why aren't you a Seahawks fan or a Blazers fan? I was like, Got to stick with, the, uh, with you know, what I grew up with. So.
0: Well, loyalty matters. And uh, so, so Ryan, Ryan's a junior at uh, Oregon State University. He's finishing his, his exams for the quarter, literally Infocom week. So he'll be flying in after taking a couple of final exams to Infocom. And I'll tell you why he's flying in in just a second. But first, I want to introduce Rachel Brown. Rachel is a junior at um, U of M, University of Minnesota, which is one of the biggest universities in the country. Uh, Rachel, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. And Rachel, if I remember correctly, you're an interior design and major major with a minor in architecture. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Okay, so both of these have, both of these students have a great interest in our industry, and both congratulations to them. They both won the Michael Vergalen Scholarship for 2019. Uh, Rachel, first off, how did you find out about the scholarship and uh, the AV industry in general?
2: Yeah. Well, um, my dad works in the, the industry, and he actually sent me the uh, scholarship in an email, and he was like, oh, you should probably try for this, um, because one of the conversations that we always have is how what I am going to school for and what he does are very connected, um, and so, yeah, I thought it was a really good opportunity to um, kind of explain why I personally think that they fit really well together and why they should be even more connected.
0: Already are. You, you are, um, you are absolutely correct. We're going to talk about that too. But tell me who your dad is and where he works.
2: Doug Brown. He works at. Um,
0: oh gosh, no, I can't remember. Does he work awesome. for an integrator or a manufacturer. He
2: works at an integrator. He's a computer engineer or
0: computer okay. software. So okay, yeah, good. Doug
2: Brown though. Okay, He'll good. To me. The second, the second I log off, I'm going to remember because on camera. Right
0: now, but, yeah. But in any case, uh, yes. Actually, um, the interior design community and AV community are connected because we're the ones that come in and destroy the design that the interior designs, exactly because we throw projectors up and put lights where we don't want where the interior designers don't want them to be, and of course we want the lights to be turned off. Uh, So so that that art is going to be an has an amazing future in the industry. And Ryan, um, you're a construction engineer major, if I remember correctly. Yes, sir. And so therefore everything we do has everything to do with construction. We're constantly building, adding on, modifying, fixing uh, rooms to make them better, uh, rooms make them look better thanks to interior designers and also make them sound better. Now I should say that we're, we're using Zoom, which is an awesome tool uh, created for our industry, among other places. Um, both of them are in their dorm rooms. Um, Ryan is on his cell phone and Rachel's oh. on her computer And we are pulling all this together uh, ad hoc, which is amazing, just the proof that technology can work and that uh, even though things aren't perfect, this works out great. So um, let me ask you something about, uh, Ryan, I want to ask you about uh, how you heard about the scholarship, Mike Vergallen Scholarship, and why you applied.
1: Yeah, so I actually, uh, I won it two years ago, I want to say, but I've been working for our AV department for Oregon State now for about five years. Uh, I got lucky enough. My dad is the, uh, is the director of that department. So academic technology, we do a lot of uh, integration with, uh, a lot of the companies that we work with through, uh, through Infocom and through, uh, just the AV industry. And so, uh, he encouraged me to do it. He encouraged all the student workers to do it a couple of years ago. And that's when I first heard about it. Uh, and then I let all the other seniors, like, you know, I was like, I'm not going to apply last year. And then this year I was like, you know, I want to apply again and actually go to Infocom this time. So. Um, especially getting closer to graduation, getting closer to being out in the real world and actually applying my, you know, my, my knowledge and knowing a lot more now, it just kind of made more sense to, uh, to, you know, apply and take that step.
0: And well, our, yeah. our industry is, um, being transformed by millennials and generation Z and both of you represent the split between the two generation Z are definitely freshmen and sophomores in college and millennials are definitely seniors and older in college so you're kind of right there in the middle between the two so you're kind of a mix between the two and there are differences between your two generations i teach uh, at the university of north carolina and i see a clear split between the freshmen and the seniors and the way that they are they're very different they use different apps different tools but one thing is is uh, connecting the two generations is that you're both digital natives and you grew up using this technology like we're using today like it's no big deal uh, yeah. And for, for those of us who are my age and older, this is a big deal to have all this stuff connected together and work seamlessly. So, Rachel, when you if you come into our industry and you do interior design in our industry, uh, what, what part of the industry do you hope to get involved in or what part of the industry of interior design excites you the most?
2: Um, as far as what um, excites me for interior design, I really like um, multifamily design and office design. And I think that AV especially plays a really significant role in office space design workplace design um, just because you know with everybody's trying to move to a more modern area as you say and so um, I think being able to design with technology is important so you don't have uh, you know a solid design and then when uh, you know audio comes in and the lights are in the wrong place then if we're able to kind of design it in the same time then um, I think it would be really beneficial for everybody
0: yeah and and you bring up a good point because back in the old days, as in like 10 years ago, speakers only came in one form factor. Now we can hide speakers inside of fabrics. We can hide speakers inside of drywall. We can make things that don't look like speakers become speakers. Uh, so we, your generation, you're gonna have some really cool design elements that we didn't have. And uh, I hope that you do come into our industry, even if it's cursory to our industry. I mm-hmm. hope that you do. And, and Ryan, if you got into our industry, and you decided to, to a, immerse yourself in AV. Do you know what segment of the market excites you the most? Um,
1: personally, I find like uh, the, the like educational market and also like, uh, I mean, office market does seem fairly interesting. But honestly, I think education market is the most interesting for me because technology is constantly transforming the way that we learn. I see that every year we have brand new, uh, brand new technology in every classroom. I think as of right now, I think over 60% of our classes are, uh, have <clears throat> air media which has like been huge for instructors um i mean heck a lot of our a lot of our stations are just so brand new or, or so modern um that our instructors and our students alike can just flip between multiple sources and you know, it's just that, that much more seamless and so i think that that's just like the most interesting aspect to me um and then also we have we have some really cool innovative classrooms too that have just kind of blown my mind in terms of like how innovative we can be with the technology um you know just surround smart board rooms we have rooms that have just countless touchscreen monitors, that way students can work in groups, and then you know the instructor can you know, at the press of a button can you know put whatever is on their monitor on everyone else's, and I find like that's just really effective for learning at a high level. So,
0: and 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 you mentioned a, a couple of different technologies there, including wireless collaboration, which really has transformed our industry. Um, if you both, I'm going to kind of put you both on the spot and tell me one in your lifetime, if there's one product that's impacted you the most, and it could be a consumer product, but any sort of piece of technology that you think that's impacted you the most that you would love to see um, leveraged in the AV industry, what would it be? I'll start with you, Rachel.
2: Oh, my. I mean, there's definitely, like Brian um, was talking about, hardware and classrooms kind yeah. of took an entire new step on, like, not only – being easier for like the teacher to teach, but it allowed students to also become, you know, a little bit more involved in, you know, that learning process. And I think that that's really interesting. And seeing what sort of new ideas are with that is going to be really fun.
0: Yeah. In fact your generation grew up with I think that you probably never were in a classroom without a smart board or some type of interactive display, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, I think I was in kindergarten we might not have had one, but uh, yeah. since then, yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, it's amazing because uh, that kind of went from kind of slow adoption to being everywhere. What about you, Ryan? Is there a piece of technology or a piece of software or something like that that you think is just amazing?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, something that I've seen transformed since, I would say, my fifth grade year in elementary school. Uh, going from an overhead projector, you know, those uh, slides yeah. you put on, have to get the whiteboard eraser to yeah. the you know, to the brand-new, started to toss out names here, but the brand-new Panasonic projectors we've even tossed up here at Oregon State are just so incredibly, like, like, bright like such great quality like just the transition over time is just it's just going to keep getting better so I'm really excited to see how that technology changes and I mean God knows what we're gonna have in 20 years you know
0: yeah in fact uh, there's there's a new technology I just wrote an article about it earlier this week uh, that are micro um, LED elements that can be sewn into fabric and walls so that you turn a little you turn a wall into a display, uh, and they're they're called nanopixels, uh, and uh, that that article's on ravepubs.com right now. If you're interested in reading about that, of course, that is not going to happen at this year's Infocom show, but certainly in the next 10 years, we'll have nanopixels, which means that we can sew displays into fabrics and into uh, building materials, so that as you said, Ryan, displays will be kind of everywhere, omnipresent. Um, and and Rachel, when you come to this year's Infocom, do you have a is there? A, do you have a plan? Have you, have, you, have you plotted out what you want to do? You're just going to kind of wander around and off. I just need to
2: take it all in. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot to learn and a lot to look at. Um, so I'm excited to kind of see everything. And, yeah, hopefully it'll be you really
0: fun. And you have one more year in college, right? Yeah, one more. Okay. So we're going to try to get you both jobs. Ryan, you've got one more year in college, I think, right? Is this, you got one more uh, set of quarters, I guess.
1: Yeah, I've got one more year.
0: Okay, and, and and at Infocom, do you have a mission? Are you going to take any educational classes? Or are you just going to wander around and look at all the technology?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to try to kind of balance it out between walking around, checking out the, uh, obviously, the you know the, the people that are trying to sell their stuff. <laughs> and then also I'm going to go to some of the educational classes, uh, try to take in some uh, some good information too. And then I'm really just trying to network and meet as many people as possible and just kind of get a feel for the, you know, for the people that work in the industry. And meet, obviously – hopefully meet some really cool people
0: all right now do either your parents are planning on going to this year's infocom i think just my
1: dad just my dad this year
0: okay good so so you'll have uh so so i guess that's good and bad because you'll be at some parties but that'll be weird (laughs) Uh, what's that you get a tour guide then so it's good Uh, there you go okay well (laughs) ultimately i think you're gonna have a great time i'm gonna try to help you get jobs i'm gonna in the description of this podcast i'm gonna post um links to their LinkedIn profile. I want you to connect with them. I want you to congratulate them for winning this award. I knew Mike Bergdalen personally. Uh, he was a great guy. This is a great award named after him. Um, it's a great scholarship program. It's new to our industry, as Ryan kind of alluded to. It's new to our industry. We need a lot more youth coming into our industry. Are either one of you running in the 5K on Friday morning? Do you know about the 5K?
2: I am not running in the 5K.
0: But Come on. There is a 5K. <laughs> Yeah, there's a 5K at the convention center Friday morning and it is to raise money for the Avixa Foundation, which is what funded your uh, scholarship. Uh, I'd love for you to come out there. I'm going to be in a dunking booth and you'll have a chance to dunk me at the 5K along with Chuck Espinoza, who's in charge of the uh, educational program at Avixa. Um, <laughs> we're going to be there to raise money by getting dunked. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Friday's kind of a fun day in general. And, uh, but I hope that you both have a great time at the show. Uh, Rachel Brown, congratulations. I wish you the best. Uh, You'll be coming to some really hot weather in Florida from Minnesota. It's gonna be a shift for you. Yeah,
2: hopefully.
0: And uh, and, uh, Ryan DeMello, uh, in your case, you're gonna be familiar with all the rain we're gonna get in Orlando because it rains every single day there. And I know that you're from Oregon and it rains a lot there. But you're both gonna love the weather down there. And I hope you have a chance to go to Disney, but more importantly, I hope you have a chance to walk the show floor. And I really appreciate you joining me today. Thank you so
1: much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. And congratulations. You've been watching a special video cast. As we get closer to Infocom 2019, you can see all of our Infocom coverage at raypubs.com Infocom 2019. And of course, uh, in the description of this podcast, click on their names and you'll, you'll be able to connect with Ryan and Rachel at, on LinkedIn at in, and at Infocom. Thanks for watching and have a great day. Bye.